Welcome back to another episode of Jake's Takes. My name is Jake. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the podcast. And on this week's episode, we are going to be looking at the Celtics versus Brooklyn, Kevin Durant, Jalen Brown situation. And here is the whole situation. And I will give you my thoughts and eventually get to my opinion as a Celtics fan. And what I think they should do. So we're going to start with the reports, the rumors, and everything involving this situation. So let's get started. So in the end of June, around when we saw free agency kind of kick off, what we got from this was the news that Kevin Durant wanted out. He wanted to go somewhere else. He was intentionally telling people he wanted to go to a different team after he decided he wanted to leave um, just in general. And so there were all sorts of rumors that came out. There were all sorts of different things that were basically thrown into the fire. Teams had offers and they were planning on throwing them out there. Kevin Durant said that Miami and Phoenix were his two preferred destinations. And then countless teams were thrown out there. Um, Toronto Raptors were one. And besides Phoenix and Miami, the Celtics had checked in. And, you know, the Lakers checked in. And I think if you're looking at this from every angle, if you're a playoff team, you have to check in. Or if you want to be a playoff team, you have to check in. So I'd say most of the NBA two-thirds of the NBA or so probably gave their due diligence and gave some phone calls. And recently, there wasn't much on the situation, but on Monday, we got some news from Adrian Wojnarowski, who's probably the biggest name in all of NBA basketball, analyzing pretty much every trade. He's the guy that breaks most stories. Came out like 2.30 in the morning saying that the Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets were in discussions for a trade involving Kevin Durant and Jalen Brown. And eventually in the day, he put out an article talking more about this with more information. And then we got the second bomb of information, which came from Sham Sharania of The Athletic, who is probably the number two person when it comes to breaking news involving NBA stories, trades, etc. And he came out and said that the Celtics had offered Derek White picks and Jalen Brown, which we found out was one first-round pick, and Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant, and they declined, encountered with Marcus Smart, a role player, and more draft picks, and Jalen Brown. So it basically became the Celtics offered one thing, the counteroffer was a different thing, and that's all we got. So there were some people who thought this was a bogus story and that it had happened weeks ago and it wasn't new news. There are some people who think that Sham Sharania and Woj were getting information from Brooklyn because Brooklyn wanted to leak this so they could try and potentially raise the value on Kevin Durant. Because we really haven't gotten any news up until this point on any offers thrown out there or any trades. And so there is a chance that this could be old news. And Brian Windhorst of ESPN came out and said that he believes this is a story that took place weeks ago. So this is not this week news or last week news or whatever this is like when the first rumors came out and so whether or not this came out in june july uh last week this week or a few weeks ago regardless 
it was offered, and I think all of these sources come together and have different pieces of the puzzle, which basically is there was interest, or there might still be interest, between the Celtics and Brooklyn. A trade was offered, another trade was countered, and declined by the Celtics, and that's all we got. So this could have been something that took place where the Celtics were talking with the Nets about a potential trade, and at the end of all of this, there hasn't really been too much to say besides there was an offer and it was rejected and countered and there was a rejection there and, you know, maybe these sides can get together. But there hasn't been any other reported offers. And even if there was, none of them were good enough to get a counter offer because Brooklyn was interested enough at the package where it wasn't like they were completely shutting the door. They were like, well, this is good, but we are looking for this instead. So they clearly have interest in Jalen Brown, who wouldn't, and maybe there is something there. And so I find it a little kind of weird that this rumor comes out, and then the next day there are rumors that come out that Kyrie Irving now wants to stay in Brooklyn. He was like, I want out of Brooklyn. I want to go to Los Angeles with the Lakers. Now he's like, I want to stay in Brooklyn. Now, does this have anything to do with the fact that Jalen Brown has been hanging out with Kyrie Irving a lot? And they've been hanging out with Kanye West. Is there any stipulations there that these two guys are apparently hanging out more? And obviously way back when, Kevin Durant was hanging out with Kyrie Irving at the All-Star Game and in pictures. And then, look, they played together. Now, this could just be nothing, but if Kyrie's hanging out with Jalen Brown a lot, maybe Jalen Brown is a little upset that he's in all of these trade rumors. And maybe Kyrie is like, look, why don't you just try to come to Brooklyn? And maybe that situation could take place. But we don't know what's going to happen. But I also think it's just weird that Kyrie is like now all gung-ho on playing. Even though he didn't get vaccinated and didn't want to play the, during the season. So um, that's a little interesting nugget that came with this as well. So where are we standing right here? Where is the situation right now? And what is the sort of game plan moving forward so i want to start with this which is sort of the reasons why or why not you should go for kevin durant if you're the celtics in brooklyn so i want to look at first the reasons why i think making kevin durant trade and trading away jalen brown is not the right move so there are a lot of people on social media, a lot of people on Reddit and Twitter and whatnot that have been very vocal about their disdain towards Kevin Durant and his locker room presence, and they don't want the Celtics to trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. Now, I think it's very hard for me to um, not agree with them because he is kind of tough in the locker room to be around, and he is someone who, at the end of the day, is a guy that everybody, you know, loves to watch play, but he's not the, the greatest teammate at times. And Draymond Green has said things about him, and some of the other Warriors guys have said things before about him and everything. And so there is a chance that he could bring that to Boston, and Boston's had a pretty good core of guys, and the sort of juggernaut has worked well, and maybe rocking that with a Durant trade could just ruin it and ruin their chemistry. Um, also, they were two games away from winning the NBA Finals, and... You bring in Malcolm Brogdon and you bring in Gallinari, that should help with your bench and help with your load management, which could help you have a much better time at making the finals again and potentially actually winning a championship this year. So 
you know, he'd be losing out on Brown, Derek White, and draft pick, a draft pick for uh, Kevin Durant and what the Celtics offered. And if even if they're like, okay, we want Marcus Smart draft picks and another role player potentially, well, that's still ruining your core, but also messes with your uh, team mojo and could mess with the locker room presence and everything around your team. So it might not make a lot of sense to do that um, at all. Now, also, another thing, in my opinion, why you shouldn't trade for Kevin Durant if you're Boston, because Jalen Brown's younger, he's 25, he's got a lengthy you know, career ahead of him, and obviously he's got two years left on his contract, which I'll talk about uh, later, but he is younger, and there's been no signs of him saying that he wants to leave, so keeping him long-term, he's going to be here for a while, and you can have Tatum and Brown for a pretty good run, and... At the end of the day, maybe that's one of the reasons you just keep things going with what you got and not go for a Durant because at the end of the day, maybe that's something that they're planning on doing is keeping Brown and Tatum together. You have Robert Williams. You got some other young guys. You got a great core. Why mess with that? So that's really could be another reason because you got these two studs who are 24 and 25. Why mess with it? So there's a very good chance that if you look at the Celtics, Maybe that's a reason why you just don't even bother with the Durant stuff because, honestly, you know, that could just mean four years of Durant and he's older and you don't have, you know, Jalen Brown for at least, you know, 10, 12 years more. Uh, So if you trade away Jalen Brown, that's, you know, shortening your window, which obviously maybe fans don't want to do that. And so I think there's a lot of compelling arguments to uh, why the Celtics shouldn't do this, but there's also a lot of arguments why they should. And here's some of them. And this is the first one, which is Kevin Durant is a far superior player and will always be a far superior player than Jalen Brown. Kevin Durant is easily a top 10, maybe even a top 5 player. And he's been top 5, top 3 player in the NBA at many points in his career. Jalen Brown might be top 25, he might be top 20, I don't know where he is on the list, but he sure as hell is not number 10 or anywhere in the top 10. And he might not even be, and I don't think he is, top 15. So if you're looking at this from a basketball standpoint, player standpoint, there is nothing about Kevin Durant's game that makes him any worse than Jalen Brown. There's nothing that Jalen Brown has, in my opinion, shown me that indicates that he'll ever get to a Kevin Durant level. Obviously, he is a great player. But at the end of the day, it's one of those things where I just feel like for him, Jalen Brown is never going to be on Kevin Durant's level. Kevin Durant has, in his whole career, 2008 to 2009 season up until today, averaged more than 25 points a game. And he has, since 2009-2010, he has averaged, um, or actually 2008-2009, Since that time, he has averaged total rebounds 6.5 or greater in, like, basically, that's his whole tenure, including his Brooklyn and Golden State, etc. And, you know, he's he's done pretty good overall. And since uh, 2015-2016, he hasn't dropped uh, below five assists a game. There was uh, 2016-17 where he had 4.8, which was close to five, but... He basically had five assists a game um, for most of that, you know, situation, 2015-16 downwards. So he's been a dominant player 
And if you look at, you know, him compared to Jalen Brown, you know, it's one of those things where it's a totally different situation between the two players because Jalen Brown is a great player, but at the end of the day, he's definitely not on Durant's level. Like, looking at his numbers, he only averaged 20 points a game or more in 2019-2020. And if you look at his uh, total rebounds, that was the first season he averaged more than six, and the first season he averaged more than five uh, defensive rebounds. And, uh, yeah, he is not nearly as good. Even though he is good, not nearly as good as Kevin Durant. So that's the first reason, is if you're going to want a better player, that's what you're getting. Now, number two is the fact that Kevin Durant gets you closer to a championship than Jalen Brown does. And they made made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, NBA Finals. They were two games away from winning it all. But with Kevin Durant, you have a better chance at winning a championship just because he's a superstar. And every NBA championship team has had at least one superstar on their roster, if not two superstars. And I can go exactly down the line. They have, at this point... Chris Middleton is not a superstar, but Giannis was when uh, they ended up winning a championship. Golden State has Steph and Clay, which those two guys are superstars. I mean, Clay is not what he once was, but at least during the other runs that they had, he was. And, you know, when you had Kyrie and LeBron, they won a championship. Tim Duncan won a championship with Kawhi Leonard. And you have uh, LeBron and AD, you won a championship there. You have Pearson Garnett. And you have Kobe, and, you know, not for nothing, but Tatum can be a superstar, and I think he is, but Kevin Durant's a bona fide superstar. Jalen Brown's not. And so at the end of the day, you're basically adding in a superstar-level player. And most, if not all, championship-caliber teams who have won over the last 25, 30 years have at least one person that they can say is a superstar, if not multiple. And so you have that situation which could lead you towards making this trade. And the third reason, and this is an important one to me, is with Kevin Durant, you probably wouldn't have gone against Miami and Milwaukee seven games because he would have locked down one of those games. It would have probably been a game five or a game six. He would have probably taken these series to at least five, six games and not seven games. So at the end of the day, going into this next Golden State series, you would have had a little bit more rest because you wouldn't have had back-to-back seven-game series, which, unfortunately, the Celtics had to deal with. And Kevin Durant's a guy who can score 40 points a game or more, and if Tatum has an off night, you can expect him to get 40 a night or 30 a night. And Tatum can do the exact same thing if Durant has a night off, right? Like, Jalen Brown was great, and he definitely carried the team in a lot of that run to the finals over Jason Tatum. But this is just sheer facts. He's a better player overall, so Durant's going to help you win games, and you won't have situations where you're going out there and playing a game seven. Because late game situations, Durant's going to turn on the switch, and he's going to be the guy. So that is another reason that potentially the Celtics should trade for Durant, because late game situation... Durant's going to have the ball, he's going to score, and you're going to not have as many seven-game series, which you're going to be more rested. And if they were rested and Durant was there, maybe they could have won a championship. I'm not saying that he would have gotten them there to a championship, but it could have given you a better chance because maybe you wouldn't have been as tired in the long run. So that's another reason right there. And then another reason 
that has been thrown out there, which a lot of people don't think that's really a big issue, but I do think so, is the two years left on Jalen's contract compared to the four years left on Durant's. Now, let's be honest. If Brad Stevens didn't know something that we all just clearly don't know, he wouldn't have made any trades in the first place. Like, he wouldn't have thrown Jalen into a trade. He clearly knows something's going on. Like, whether Jalen has specifically said he's not resigning or he hasn't said anything, like, let's be real here. This is the situation. He's got two years left, and he could just say, yeah, I don't want to stay here. I want to be the man. Like, time and time again, for good reason, Jason Tatum has been seen as the man in Boston. And Jalen Brown probably at times feels like he deserves a lot of the credit, especially because in this finals, people hammer down Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum's the man, even though Brown might have played a little bit better. So in two years from now, he could say, look, I don't want to be on this team anymore. I want to be on my own team so I can be a stud and not have to live in the shadow of Jason Tatum. And as a Celtics fan myself, I feel like Jason Tatum is the better player and should be considered the number one alpha for the Celtics. And Jalen Brown is the clear cut number two. But if Jalen Brown feels like he can go to another team and win and be a number one option, and be the number one guy, then maybe he might not sign in two years. And you get four years of Durant, so you have him for a while, and so you can win potentially a few championships in that run, if not keep him for longer. And at the end of the day, that could be something that entices the Celtics to move, because if they put out the initial offer with Derek White, a first-round pick, and Jalen Brown, that clearly means that there might be something going on behind the scenes where Brad Stevens might, A, think that it's questionable if Jalen Brown comes back, and B, he's just looking at the right offer and looking at the right situation. And one of the things that to me gets a little bit annoying, and this kind of harkens back to Isaiah Thomas, is the fact that this is a business, but people like putting their emotional ties to players into every situation. Like Isaiah Thomas was the heart and soul of the Celtics for that one season where he was an all-star level guy and an MVP candidate. And then when we traded him away, it was a business decision because when you look at things on paper, Kyrie Irving is better than Isaiah Thomas. He's a bigger point guard, he's a better scorer, shooter, and can get more points in a game. Isaiah Thomas had a great season, but let's be honest, he wasn't that great in Sacramento. He wasn't that great in Phoenix. He was a 10-12 points a game scorer, and then he leaves the Celtics, does exactly the same thing, 10-12 points a game scorer, and is out of the league. So, obviously, fit matters, and the fit with the Celtics mattered for him. But everybody loved Isaiah Thomas. You just got to realize it was a business decision. And if you can take the emotion out of the situation and take the emotion out of what is this player, then it's a more easy pill to swallow, right? If you look at all of these players just overall, like that we've had on the Celtics just year by year, Paul Pierce is a very, you know, there's emotion connection there because he was there for most of his career. And it was tough to see him go, but it was a business decision at the end of the day where we ended up benefiting by getting Tatum and Brown in the first place. So when the Celtics make moves and when Brad Stevens makes moves, one of the things that Brad Stevens tends to do so far, and I think it's something he's going to have to do eventually more so, is take the emotion out of being a general manager and putting business decisions first. If he trades Jalen Brown, this is the ultimate I am taking the emotion out of every situation here and trading away someone who is a big part of this franchise for someone who might be better. So if you're trading for Kevin Durant, it's a business decision. You're not making this, 
and you're not going to just shy away from it. If the right Kevin Durant deal comes up, and this is my opinion, but this is probably the truth, Brad Stevens is not going to say, oh, well, Jalen Brown's been here for, you know, however many years, and he's been a big part of this team during our finals run and the Eastern Conference finals runs. We can't get rid of him. It's a business. Brad Stevens is going to say, if this is the right offer, and it's Kevin Durant and Jalen Brown has to go, I'm going to take it. Because that's just how a business works. And people tend to forget about that when they're talking about Jalen Brown, Kevin Durant trades, because most of the pundits on social media and all the fans are like, well, how could they trade Jalen Brown? How could they trade him for Kevin Durant? Like, this guy's not loyal. This guy's not anything. Jalen Brown's been with this team for so long. But at the end of the day, it's a business. And if you want to win a championship, as I and I hope most Celtics fans want to see it happen, then the players just come and go. Obviously, there are a lot of players that I love, and there are a lot of guys that I love as well that could be big parts of our team and then leave and you know they're such big personalities and they're such great people that you just love to love them and you know Al Horford was one of those guys that I loved as a Celtic and when he left I still loved him because he was such a big part of our team and this culture and it's great that he's back but you know when people leave it's a business and when you get traded it's part of the game because you're making decisions that are you know the right decisions. For example, when Derek White got traded for Romeo Langford, there were a lot of people who were upset that Romeo Langford got traded because they thought he had a bright future here. With this Brogdon trade, there were still, and are still, people who are like, well, we should have kept Nesmith, he's a part of this team, blah, blah, blah. You know, he was a big, you know, guy for us off the bench, and he was going to have a bright future here. Like, you got to take the emotion out of all of these moves. Derek White, that move clearly worked out. And this Brogdon move looks like it's probably going to work out too if he's healthy. So you got to take the emotion out of all these situations, right? And that's something that they need to deal with here. And the final reason that I believe the Celtics could potentially trade for Kevin Durant, and this is my uh, final reason here, and then I'm going to give you my own thoughts just outside of the pros and cons on both sides, what I think they should do. But the final reason is, you got to look at Jason Tatum and see what Tatum wants and appease slash make Tatum happy because Tatum's our star. Like we're talking about a top 10 potential, you know, Hall of Fame guy in Jason Tatum. We have to make a decision and Brad has to make decisions based on what's going to make Jason Tatum happy and our team work well with Tatum. Because if you lose Tatum in two, three, four years because his contract's up and he's like, yeah, well, we haven't won. Uh, you know, it's just a situation where I can't stick here anymore, then that's not going to really look good. And we're talking about, oh, well, what about Jalen Brown and resigning and this and that? Like, what if we have opportunity after opportunity to trade Jalen Brown for a star? What if we don't trade for Kevin Durant and that offer, it just doesn't happen? Let's say Bradley Beal comes on the table and the Celtics don't trade Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal. Let's say someone else comes on the table and it's like, oh, we're not going to trade Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal or the next guy or the next guy. Then, you know, what if Tatum's like, well, you guys keep prioritizing Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown together. Like, I'm the best player here. I want someone who's going to win me a championship. Like, I like Jalen Brown as a person, but we got to move this guy in order to get something of value so we can actually win. So eventually, I think if we keep, you know, Jalen Brown around as a Celtics team, they might say, you know, that's great and all, uh, but Jason Tatum probably is not going to be happy um, because he wants to win a championship, and as much as he has friendships with these guys, 
and goes into battle with these guys. He's just like everyone else wants a ring, and hopefully the team will make the right choice. Now, Jason Tatum did come out. They were talking to him at practice or wherever he was uh, about this Kevin Durant, Jalen Brown situation, and Jason Tatum said that he has no problems with the guys on his team. He is friends with Kevin Durant through USA Basketball, but he's not the one in charge, so it's not his choice. He can't make things happen. So he didn't really say anything that was out of line. This is what you got to say, let's be honest. You know, I know this guy, Kevin Durant, he's a great guy, but, you know, I like our team. We got good players, and I'm not the one in charge, so I don't make these decisions. So he came out and said that, which makes a lot of sense. So in my opinion, and I've given you pros and cons, and if you've listened to this already, you probably kind of know what direction I'm leaning in, but in my opinion, we should trade for Kevin Durant and trade away Jalen Brown because he's under contract for longer, and we have to appease Jason Tatum because he's our star. He's our number one guy. And we have to make sure he's happy. And we get better. Kevin Durant is a far superior player than Jalen Brown will ever be. And the fact that there are a lot of people who still think Jalen Brown could get to that top Kevin Durant level, it's insane. Because while I could see Jalen Brown getting to be top 10, he'll never be top 5 or top 3. And Kevin Durant's been there. He's been a top 3 guy. He's been a top 5 guy. And... You're not going to get that with Jalen Brown, and you have to think about this team in terms of winning a championship. Now, if Brooklyn wants Marcus Smart, and they want draft picks, and they want all this other stuff, I'm probably not going to be on board, because I love Marcus Smart, and I don't think it's necessary for us to give up both, because Jalen Brown is far more enough, and I think the offer they have out there is a great offer, um, with Derek White in the draft pick, and... Um, you know, and Jalen Brown. If you have to add a second draft pick, it's not a big deal to me. But once you start adding Marcus Smart or if they want Robert Williams or these other guys, I'm going to pass. But if it's just the deal that they constructed, I'm going for it. Trade Jalen Brown away. And here's the thing that might also be the case down the line is that it's a very real possibility that the Brooklyn Nets in two, three months after the season's about to start and Durant's kind of like, yeah, I don't, still don't want to be here. Like, it's going to get to the point where maybe the Celtics offer of Derek White, a first-round pick, and Jalen Brown is more than enough for them to be like, yeah, let's do it. Because no other teams are lining up right now. Like, if you look at the rest of the teams in the NBA, specifically those that could and maybe have interest, here's the situation with pretty much all of them. Miami has interest, and that's a team that Kevin Durant wants to play for, but with the Ben Simmons, uh, Bam Adebayo, Max contract thing, the CBA rule, they can't play together. So that's like the biggest piece not even involved in the trade. And I'm going to be honest, the Brooklyn Nets are not going to go trading away Ben Simmons and then trading away Kevin Durant and trading away all these extra pieces. So Miami's out of the uh, race on this. And also, why would you trade Bam Adebayo? Because he's a center and you have no other bigs besides like Dwayne Dedman. Um, I think Toronto is not going to add Scotty Barnes, which basically... Jalen Brown in a first-round pick, or OG and Gary Trent Jr., the Brooklyn Nets would probably take Jalen Brown. Um, so, obviously, I think the Raptors might not be in it unless they want to add Scotty Barnes. Uh, I think that the Milwaukee Bucks don't even have enough, and they're not going to trade away any of their guys. You know, you go down the line, the Knicks, they got no real need for uh, Kevin Durant type, and they probably don't have the players for it. Donovan Mitchell makes a lot more sense for them because... Utah is definitely looking to rebuild, and they want the draft picks, so maybe Kevin Durant doesn't go to New York, so that's probably not going to happen. 
Everyone is saying, oh, he can go home, go to Washington. Well, what do they have? I don't think they want Porzingis. I don't think Bradley Beal's getting traded. I don't think any of these other pieces are enough. So they're out on this. Phoenix just re-signed DeAndre Ayton to this max contract. So same thing with um, Miami. They can't trade for uh, DeAndre Ayton with, um, with Ben Simmons on the roster. And I don't know if they'd really want DeAndre Ayton in the first place. So Mikhail Bridges and other stuff's not going to get it done. If you go down even further, he's not going back to Golden State because that just, you know, it's not going to happen. And uh, he's probably not going to Memphis because I don't think they have the pieces that could get this to work. The Lakers, it's not even going to happen. It's not a question. Um, and there's no real way for it to work unless they get rid of Anthony Davis. Um, and then there's the Pelicans, who are pretty much the only other team that could have any sort of interest and have any sort of package. And honestly, Brandon Ingram and other stuff could be better than Jalen Brown and what the Celtics can offer because there's far more draft picks in New Orleans than in Boston. But I don't know if they're going to want to mess with what they got, and I don't know exactly what the um, Brooklyn Nets would want from them. So could it be Brandon Ingram and Jackson Hayes and uh, Devontae Graham and a bunch of draft picks? Potentially, but... I don't know if uh, that's something that Brooklyn wants on their end, and so that's the biggest question mark for them. So I don't know exactly what the situation is for their side of things, but it could be uh, something that doesn't happen, and it could be something that could happen, but I'm not sure. But in the end of the day, what I'm trying to say here is that most of these other teams don't really have what it takes or can't trade players to make this deal work. Celtics have probably the best offer available. And so two, three months down the line, I wouldn't be surprised if the Brooklyn Nets call Brad Stevens back up and say, hey, is that offer of Derek White a first-round pick and um, Jalen Brown on the table still? Uh, and Brad Stevens could be like, yeah. So we could see that happen in a few months if Kevin Durant doesn't want to stay and he's like, get me out of here, and the Celtics have that offer and Sean Marks is like, hey, is that offer on the table again? If it happens, it happens, right? So the fact is, I don't think anything's happening right now. So that's just my own two cents there. But if it does happen, I'd love to see it because Kevin Durant's a far better player than, you know, uh, Jalen Brown. And who knows what the future is with Jalen Brown. He's got two years left. He might just leave in two years and we're out. We're screwed. So getting someone under contract for four years, and even if we win two or three championships in that four-year span, I'll be happy. And that's a pretty good situation. So Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Marcus Smart, and our team is the best in the best of the East and the West in general. I mean, they're the best team in basketball right now, in my opinion. But adding in Durant just puts you far above, in a way, everybody else. So should they do it? I think they should. But we'll see what happens.